Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. So, as many of you know, this podcast originates in the Pacific Northwest. The politics here are very liberal, and we have been locked down probably the hardest of just about anyone, uh, or anywhere in the U.S. at least. Uh, The state of Washington just last week said that if uh, private businesses wanted to allow people into their stores uh, without a mask, they would be able to do so as long as they were vaccinated and they were not uh, going to enforce this. Uh, there's, you know, they, they basically gave up on the idea of enforcing this, um, but that it was the rule. Oregon, on the other hand, just to the south there, um, they, under Queen Kate Brown, said the businesses were required to ask if people were vaccinated before they went into their place of business. And if they did not, that the businesses would actually be fined. So obviously, you know, we're, we're not going to get into the whole HIPAA law and all this kind of stuff on this podcast. But, uh, but obviously, the way that Oregon is doing it is just not a really good way of doing this kind of thing. So the other day, I was able to go actually into a Home Depot without a mask on (laughs) and it felt weird and it made me think, why, why did it feel so weird to go into this Home Depot in this case without a mask on? I mean, first of all, it, it, the, when I say weird, I, I, there was just a lot of different emotions and, and things that, that it made me think about. Number one, I, I was really, I was the probably only one of maybe three or four people in the entire store that wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> Everybody else was wearing a mask. And so, first of all, it kind of felt weird because I was only one of a few that wasn't wearing one. Everybody else was wearing them. Uh, it almost felt like even that the the individuals within the store were not very helpful, didn't really want to help me at all. Um, you know how sometimes they come up to you and they say, oh, hey, you know, are you, are you finding what you're looking for? Nobody did that. <laughs> it made me wonder, you know, if it was because I wasn't wearing a mask and I was thinking, hey, this is great because I don't necessarily like that. If I have a question, I'll ask. <laughs> but but it, it was a little bit different being one of only a few people uh, that wasn't wearing a mask. But I got thinking, uh, you know, we haven't been required to wear masks at our church for a long time now. We haven't worn them in church for a long time. Our church has said that we're not going to do that. That if you want to wear a mask, it's fine, but we're not going to require it. So, you know, past the first couple weeks of this whole thing, we haven't, we haven't been, been wearing a mask at, at church at least. So why did it feel weird here? I felt like maybe I was getting away with something that others couldn't get away with. You know, here I had this special privilege uh, of not having to wear the mask, but that wasn't really the case. I mean, all everybody could lose their masks if they wanted to. Uh, it's 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 their choice. 
So again, why did it feel weird? I felt like I was maybe being judged for not wearing wearing a mask, and and really I was by some. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I. You, I definitely got the stink eye from from some individuals, but not most. Most people were just kind of doing their thing, um, and and you know, looking through, finding whatever they needed to find within the store, and going and pay for it and, and leaving. So, so you know, why did that make was was that why I felt weird? I don't think so. Maybe it was part of it. I. I felt a freedom too, though. I mean, there was, there was good things. I felt a freedom from the insanity and the lack of, of reason and logic that I have felt for a while now. You know, why do we have to wear this? Well, because we were mandated to do so. We had to do so. And now we weren't mandated to have to wear it. So there was a freedom there for the first time in over a year. So when my wife went with me again to the Home Depot, yeah, (laughs) I know we've been there twice in one week. So when my wife went there, she said the very same things that I've said, that I felt. She said, it was weird. (laughs) She she said, I I don't know why it's weird. And and so again, it kind of made me think. So when I saw this article, And it it was entitled A Chronic Case of Mask Addiction. And it was put out by the um, McCliver Institute back on the 21st of May and written by a, a guy by the name of Dan O'Donnell. And he says this, he says, when the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, uh, and, and let me stop there just for a second. Why do we call the CDC the CDC when it's the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention? Shouldn't it be the CDCP? I, I, anyway, when the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, maybe they're not preventing anything anymore, I don't know, announced last week that fully vaccinated people no longer needed to wear masks in nearly all situations. One would have expected this to be met with universal celebration. I mean, there's many of us, I'm going to tell you that there's many of us that have uh, been, been dreaming about this for a while. Wow. You know, it's, you know, it'd be nice when we don't have to wear a mask anymore. And, and I know some have not worn the mask the whole time. Uh, if they get kicked out, they get kicked out. It's kind of been our, our attitude even now because we are not vaccinated and we did get COVID. So we do have the antibodies. It's not, a, not an issue, but, um, but, you know, this, this whole thing of, of there's going to be universal celebration when we don't have to wear masks anymore, right? Well, it wasn't the case. (laughs) Dan goes on and says, a sizable number of people have seemed hesitant, uh, unwilling even, to take off their masks. Many of them reported uh, to the Associated Press a frightened, uh, that they're, they're frightened of a breakthrough infection. Uh, of COVID-19 that, uh, that have occurred in fully vaccinated people. I mean, if, if you look at uh, this whole case with the New York Yankees and, and of course their whole team got vaccinated and yet there's uh, at least eight of their team members and staff that uh, have gotten COVID, even though they were vaccinated. Um, you know, there's, there's some people that are worried about those, those breakthrough infections. But there are also others like Raquel Mitchell, who 
will not get the vaccine and is still wearing a mask and and taking other precautions, in fact, like dining outdoors at restaurants near her home in New York East Harlem area and either asking for plastic utensils or bringing her own. <laughs> when will she feel safe enough to go barefaced? She was asked. Uh, she said, quote, I don't know. Never, she answered. It's going to be really difficult for me, she continued. Those who, like Mitchell, remain genuinely terrified of the virus after more than a year's worth of doomsday nudes coverage may well com uh, comprise the bulk of those who are willing to still mask. But others, like New York Daily News writer Kate Newman, view the mask as a sort of security blanket as they return to the stress of pre-pandemic life. In an essay entitled, quote, Me and My Mask, Why Am I Not Willing to Give It Up Yet? She wrote this week that she has become comfortable with most of, of my face hidden. I find a kind of relief behind the masks, she said. When mask mandates were first initiated last year, she was ecstatic about it. Quote, proof, courtesy of a bit of fabric. No need to worry about my expression that I look to open uh, to, you know, I might be lo looking to open to available for uh, interruption, she explained. So now I'm thinking maybe I'll keep wearing a mask on the subway, even post-COVID, since it makes the journey underground so much less stressful is what she said. Newman pretty obviously has untreated social anxiety disorder, <laughs> but untold thousands, maybe even millions more, don't, but still can't seem to take their masks down. For them, the reason might be a little deeper. The mask has become a symbol of who they are, how seriously they're taking the pandemic, and how many and how much they, they care about and are sacrificing for their fellow man. Don't you think that right there? I mean, if, if I could stress almost anything in this article, it's, it's this sentence right here. For them, the reason might be a little deeper. The mass has become a symbol of who they are, how seriously they're taking the pandemic, and how much they care about and sacrifice for their fellow man. For them, the mask is, very, is, is a way to instantly communicate that they are both model citizens and are not the sort of anti-maskers or anti-science knuckle-draggers that they have spent years demonizing. The mask doesn't just shield them from the virus. It shields them from the stigma of being assumed to be a political conservative. As, as one Washington, D.C. resident put it, quote, I guess I'm vaccinated, so I don't have to wear the mask outside, but I really don't want people to think I'm a Republican. <laughs> this, is how, this is how some people think. What people like the Atlantic's uh, Dana Stevens uh, want others to think is that they care about the health and safety of others. Quote, 
excuse me if I, like many of the people I see around me, am not yet quite ready to expose my lower face, she wrote in a piece entitled, Excuse Me, I'm Not Ready to Unmask. Putting aside the hard science for for a moment, wearing a mask in public spaces, especially indoors, where transmission is more likely serves as a broader social purpose, it says to those around us that, you know, whatever our vaccine status, we value community safety. (laughs) Again, I go back to symbolism over substance, which we covered on the last podcast. Dan continues here. He says that in a nutshell is why a surprising number of people, almost all of them liberals, are so hesitant to take off their masks. And why wouldn't they? From the very beginning of the pandemic, they have been told that mask wearing is virtuous, you know, selfless, and compassionate. In other words, everything every good liberal imagines themselves to be. And even better, they could literally wear this on their face for everyone else to see. They could be a walking coexist bumper sticker. I love that. (laughs) But they wouldn't be any safer. Last March, no less uh, than an authority uh, on COVID safety, uh, Dr. Fauci, which again, we did a podcast a couple days, a podcast ago, I think it was last week, went on 60 Minutes to tell the public not to wear masks. Quote, there's no reason, Dr. Fauci said, to be walking around with a mask when you're in the middle of an outbreak. Wearing a mask might make people feel a bit better. It might make them feel a bit better. And it might even block a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often they are unintended consequences. People fiddling with their masks and they keep touching their face. I mean, seriously, stop here for a sec. How many times have you seen uh, people fiddling with their masks all the time? I mean, you you almost have to. Uh, how, how, how many times have you seen a mask that is is dirty in front <laughs> where they have touched it so many times with their dirty hands and things and not washed it at all that, that, it's, that you, you can literally see that? It's evidence. He says, that, of course, makes perfect logical sense. Touching the face means spreading germs from the fingers to the nose and mouth, and feeling protected by a mask means a greater likelihood that the recommended six feet of social distancing wouldn't be followed. Yet, less than two months later, Fauci, who had apparently caved to political pressure, reversed course and in an appearance on MSNBC, said he supported mask wearing because the mess the message it sends. That's why he supported it is for the message that it sends. Quote, it's sort of respect for other uh, persons and and have and he says and have that other person respect you. You wear a mask, they wear a mask. You protect each other. He explained. But again, it's not protecting each other. Anyway, I go on. 
quote, I do it when I'm in the public for the reasons that I want to protect myself and protect others, and also because I want to make a symbol for people to see that's that the kind of thing you should be doing, is what he said. It was it wasn't exactly a scientific reason <laughs> that he wants you to wear a mask, but almost instantly it became the dominant message. Wearing a mask was a way to show you care. Or, in other words, in, in the words of New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, then the left's most trusted public official on COVID policy, of course, <laughs> it was about respect. Quote, you can have the mask down when you're walking in the woods, but now you see someone coming the other way. I'm going to pass by the other person. You put the mask on, he said. I mean, it's the least that we can do, right? Everyone is killing themselves. People are working 24 hours a day. Show some respect. Show some basic modicum of respect, is what he said. I, I, I can't do the New York accent, so you'll, you'll just have to pretend. <laughs> Within days, that uh, notion was everywhere. The mask became a sign of respect for hardworking nurses and doctors who were fighting the disease as well as for one's uh, fellow citizens who were trying to avoid it. By wearing the mask, you showed them you were on their side, on the right side. So, so rigidly enforced was a new social norm that violating it meant one was to quite literally be an enemy of America. I mean, seriously, that's what, that's what it was being um, framed as. Quote, it is really weird to me that so many of these people who refuse to wear masks claim to be proud patriots who would do anything for their country. And this, this was Trevor Noah of The Daily Show. Quote, because right now America is at war with the coronavirus. And if you're going out in public without wearing a mask, you're fighting for the other side, unquote. Now, I don't think too much of The Daily Show, okay? <laughs> but that's ridiculous. That may have been over the top, as Dan puts it. But it had nothing on Ohio Governor um, Mike DeWine, who actually uh, intimated that the Bible basically commanded the wearing of masks. Get this, quote, this is about loving your fellow human being, he said during an appearance on CNN last May. Quote, you know the instruction is as old as the Bible. You're supposed to love your fellow man and woman. And that's what we're really doing. I think that's the message that you're wearing it, that you're not wearing it so much for yourself as you are wearing it for that person that you're going to come in contact with, unquote. When the message is thou shalt mask, <laughs> is it any wonder that so many people started to see it as their sacred duty? The science surrounding mask wearing certainly didn't change in six weeks, but the political winds did. The CDC um, claimed last May that mask wearing might stop you know, the, the asymptomatic spread of 
of COVID-19. That is the spread of the disease by those who didn't know that they were infected because they had no symptoms. However, the, the following month, the World Health Organization confirmed that asymptomatic spread was exceedingly rare. Outdoor spread was even rarer. As the um, uh, epidemiologists have, have determined that such infections might account for fewer than, get this, 0.1% of the cases. I mean, literally, you just about don't get any less. Clearly, outdoor masking has never been necessary with or without a vaccine. Yet, a surprising number of people still are wearing masks outdoors, indoors, and everywhere, even after they've been vaccinated, even after they know masking no longer makes any logical sense. Whether they're still terrified of the virus, terrified of showing their face in social situations, or terrified of looking like an anti-masker, they're still clinging to their mask, even when the science says they don't need to. Then again, mask wearing was never really about the science, was it? It was always about appearances. I, I really liked this article, and I really thought he put a lot of thought into this whole thing of masks being about appearances. And it, and it really made me think, why, why was it so weird to go into a store without it? I, I've since been uh, to Costco and some other places, and, and, and it's getting easier. It's not nearly as weird anymore. <laughs> but right at first, it was definitely weird. And it was a little disturbing to me that it was so weird. And really, when I got down to the heart of the issue, and, and and this podcast, you know, a lot of our podcasts, we really seek after truth, and I and and I'm still and and, and it still is that, but I I don't know if I can tell you why it was so weird. I don't know if I've really even come to a conclusion of, uh, on that. I think it, it it was a number of factors, really, to be honest. But I I really think at the heart of the issue is this thing that he's talking about with appearances. I think there are truly about three different types of people when it comes to wearing masks. Number one, I think that there are those that have been forced to wear them, even though they know that they don't do any good and they could even actually do harm. So there's a number of people that have actually done their education. I mean, we, again, we've done podcasts on this. You can go back to our archives and, you, and, of course, you can always see those at UncommonSensePodcast.com, and you can go there and you can listen to them. You know, if, if you know of anybody that's in the medical field, if you, if you know anybody that works in a hospital, you know that masks less than the N95s just simply do not work when it comes to viruses. And it doesn't matter if it's the coronavirus or any other virus. That the viruses are so small, they're going to get through this. And that the coronavirus is an aerosol-type virus, that it's not just, you know, spit or droplets, as they like to call them. Uh, it, 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 it literally is in the air. And so any kind of mask is not going to do any good. In fact, it probably is going to do you harm. As your, as your breath makes 
that mask moist, particularly when it comes to a fabric mask, then it's going to be easier for that virus to get in. And you're going to have other, other things that start to germinate on that. And it's, it's just, again, we've done, we've done podcasts. We may continue to even do more on it, but there's a lot of people that know this type of information and yet they've been forced if, Hey, if you, if you want to get your stuff at Costco or whatever the case may be, then, and you don't want to cut off your nose to spite your face, then you, then you have to put up with it until it's done. And so there are those that have been forced to wear these where they've been forced, even though they know that the mask is, is probably doing more harm than good. But then there's, then there's the second, there's those that are the definition of the, really the Bible definition of sheep that don't know what to think about all of this. They just go along with whatever's easiest. And and truly, I think this is probably your biggest category of people that just like, they, they're so busy with their lives. They're so, and, and, and they don't know what to think. They're not very political people. They're not, you know, they probably don't know a ton about medical stuff and they just are going to do whatever is easiest. I'm, I'm told to wear a mask. People say I should wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to do it until people stop wearing masks and then I'll stop wearing masks. So it's, it's kind of that sheep, that, that herd mentality. And I think, again, I think probably the most people are fall within that category, but I think there's also a third those that use the mask to show off and this, and really to show off how much they care for others and how liberal they are. It is a symbol of, of, of who they are. And just like there are people that, that use their positions or, you know, their careers, whatever they do, you know, those type that, that, uh, that's their identity. It's it, it, within the church. Maybe it's the kitchen lady or whatever, you know, that's her. Who, who's the kitchen lady? It's her right there. That's, you know, again, you know, I'm a lawyer, whatever the case may be, they use certain things as their identity. That's who they are. And I think that the mask just does that for a lot of, a lot of people, particularly liberals who want to be seen as, uh, as these uh, stalwarts of, of uh, kindness and love. And, 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 and here, I'm wearing this mask, not for myself, but for others. Look, see, see, it's on my face. I mean, if this was something that you had to wear like under your shirt or something like that, then it would not, it, it, we wouldn't be in the place that we're, we're at right now. But it's so visible and people see it. And, and, and it's, it's a, it's a bumper sticker for them that they are a caring individual. And I think there's quite a few people that fall within that category. And I think that right now, you know, their time is starting to come to an end where they have, have to wear it and, and they may not stop wearing it. And that's why we see Dr. Fauci and others saying, Hey, you, you, you may, you may want to keep wearing that from now on. You may want to wear that maybe just during the summer months or whatever, because there's a lot of people that fall into that category, in, in my opinion. And that's why I think it was a little weird. It was a little weird. I fall into the first category. I understand, you know, we, we have researched and we have, we have seen what the truth is. And now, you know what? It's different because we haven't been able to do this for over a year. I think that's where it comes down. You may agree. You may disagree. I would definitely love to hear from you. Again, go to UncommonSensePodcast.com. You can help support the podcast there by buying ber- merchandise or donating to the program. And, uh, and, and that, it's, just, it's just a great um, site to, 
uh, to check out even even past. If, if you want to go back and you want to hear about Dr. Fauci and what we talked about him and 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 other things on coronaviruses or or, or um, you know even the masks and we 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 cover uh, this on a on a three podcast uh, a week basis and we would definitely love to hear from you and what you think of it. And this podcast right here has been a um, publication of Morganite Communications. Thank you for listening. <laughs>